Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Control. In the workplace, control is a very interesting concept. Often the manager with the best control over their employees is someone who's ensured they have adequate training and then gives them free reign. By showing them understanding and trust, these managers manage to create a safe, friendly form of control. Unfortunately, all too often, nightmare managers reveal how little they understand control. Instead, choosing to use intimidation, inflexibility and aggressive demands to attempt to keep their employees in check. This almost always scares people away, but nightmare bosses will never recognise that their negative controlling was the pushing factor. And that is the case for Ray, who's been trapped with a control and power-obsessed boss for almost a decade. My name's Sam Blacker, and you're listening to I Work With A Nightmare. I was uh, actually a graphic designer, and then I led a group of graphic designers. And uh, that particular industry just started going downhill after 9-11. For a little bit, I moved over into the sales end of things. And uh, unfortunately, my income over the course of a year and a half dropped about 40%. So I could not maintain staying at that job, even though I loved it. It was a wonderful work environment. Uh, So I had to start looking around. The first place that came up was this... uh, Uh, advertising agency for vehicles for sale. So they needed a graphic designer to do very simple stuff. In a new job, and still technically on less pay than he had been in his original job, Ray was in for another surprise pretty early on. Eventually, the entire sales team, uh, I guess, ran afoul of the boss. uh, And they all, uh, he, he let them all go at once. And he turned to me and he said, Ray, I know you have some sales experience. I've got a couple other graphic designers. I'm going to put you over in sales for now. Not ideal. And unfortunately for hardworking Ray, he kind of shot himself in the foot with his work ethic. I wasn't that good at sales to begin with, but the first week out I went into that role, I actually outsold the three people he had let go altogether, like in one week. So at that point, he decided I'm sales, period. And so things continued. Uh, he brought in other salespeople at times, uh, and none of them stayed for very long. He he could be very harsh at times, and I I kind of bent and swayed with that. I, I tried to be easygoing. I tried to be understanding. Ray is a pretty understanding guy, and he kept his head down and put up with a lot. But things all changed when they were outside of the office one day. There was one time we were at a trade show. 
And I had, uh, I had to go to all these different manufacturers' booths and listen to their press, uh, their press core releases, all their new products, and they were all scheduled back to back to back. Going to all these releases was yet another job his boss had foisted onto him, but he did that thing that many bosses do. He criticized Ray for overworking, even though it was work he had given him. He had told me, go to this one, go to this one, go to this one. They were all back to back. I had to run to each one of them all the way across the large uh, floor. And at one point I came back to the booth that uh, we had our own booth uh, set up. And uh, he was saying, you need to slow down. You need to take it easy. I'm like, I don't, I can't. Uh, I've got all these things that you've assigned me. He's like, but you need to stop and smell the roses. I said, I just don't have time. I'm out of here. And I left and went to the uh, the next press release thing. Ray then continued onto his busy schedule, unaware of the storm awaiting him on his return. When I got back to the booth, the uh, nobody else was there except for him, and he actually uh, said, "Ray, come here for a minute." And I'm like, "Okay," and he took one hand. I remember this very vividly. He took one hand, laid it on my shoulder, and pulled me close. And he said, you do not ever speak to me in that tone in front of other people again. The intended intimidation was clear and Ray was genuinely thrown. I had never been confronted by anybody like that, much less a uh, somebody that was technically my superior, the owner of a company, the person in charge of my financial well-being. He wanted to leave and he would have if he could, but unfortunately that just wasn't an option. I would have quit on the spot if it weren't for two things. Number one, we were about 500 miles from home and I wouldn't have had a way back. The other aspect is is that my wife has had lots of medical problems and I couldn't afford to just leave any job at that point. I was the sole breadwinner. She she had uh, two college degrees, but her body would not allow her to work. So the income had to come from somewhere and you don't, don't just walk away from a job when you've got somebody really dependent on you. But what threw Ray even more was how his boss acted afterwards. The, the rest of the, the time, he acted like that. It never happened. And I sat there and wondered, was it really as bad as I thought it was? This is a classic nightmare boss, completely unfazed by how they may have affected their employees. And of course, once released, this intimidating, controlling behaviour continued. Over time, incidents like that just kept accumulating. And it's, uh, if anybody here has heard the term of gaslighting, it was exactly that. I would be confronted by him in some capacity that was truly unprofessional. I would be grabbed in some way and, for lack of a better word, verbally intimidated. Not threatened outright, but just intimidated. Ray's boss then began to enjoy a favorite pastime among nightmare bosses trapping their employees in situations where they can be repeatedly criticized and then shut down. He would ask for opinions on where we should go in terms of like doing something different with the company. Uh, I would uh, say, well, I've talked to several of our clients and this is what they like. No, they would, that won't work. That won't work. We're not going to do that. Okay, well, how about that? Well, no, that's stupid too. That's just not going to work. Feeling dejected with repeated criticism, Ray wanted to hold back his opinions. 
But his manager wouldn't allow that either. Well, I guess I'm done offering opinions then. Nope, you're not done offering opinions. You gotta come up with other things so we can talk about them. On top of this, Ray's boss liked to shut down ideas only to take credit for them himself. For example, we have a broadcast that we do that has not changed in 20 years. I have researched through talking with many of my clients what they would want to see themselves in those broadcasts that they're spending their hard-earned money on. And uh, I would take that same information to him and he would say, no, we haven't changed that for a reason. This is the way that it's supposed to be. I think you might be able to see where this is going. Because after shutting Ray's idea down, his boss would then do this. Six months later, after he did his own research and came to the same realizations, he absolutely would come in and say, okay, you know what I've decided? That this needs to be freshened up. I've talked to several brokers and this is what they want. And you can just sit there and just stare at him dumbfounded, knowing that you brought this to him and he's just elected to not remember that. This is like a scene out of a cartoon, like in The Lion King, where Timon mocks Pumbaa for suggesting they take in the baby Simba, only to then turn around and say, ha, he has a great idea, and parrot the original thought. But it turns out Ray wasn't the only victim as well. Several people have uh, kind of gone through what I've gone through as well in many different shades. Uh, Women especially have had it hard because it's also got a a touch of misogyny thrown in. Um, but so my case is not a unique one, uh, other than the fact that I've lasted two to three times longer than anybody that's ever worked there, just simply because I've had no other choices. <laughs> Hearing this, you might suggest Ray lodge a formal complaint, except there's a small problem with that. This particular company, the owner and president, is married to the woman that is uh, the HR department and the accounting department. So. Um, So you have nobody to complain to, either. Although that's not to say the wife is even immune, as Ray recently found out after talking to a co-worker. She had gone to to the the wife, the the HR department uh, slash accounting team, and uh, they had found that there was an error in billing where it was generating these bills that had not been paid. Naturally, people were blamed and accusations thrown around But things changed when they looked further into the problem. Over the weekend, there were lots of back and forth with the design team, which is in another country, so there were time zone issues. And when we uh, we actually found out what had happened, it had been uh, the uh, the person in accounting, the boss's wife, that had actually made the error. And the manager's reaction to discovering his wife was the one at fault left witnesses shocked. And uh, even she isn't completely immune to what goes on because at that point he flipped out at his own wife and said, you realize what you've done. You right. We've yelled at all these people. This is all your fault. You have made uh, us, you've made us look bad, which he means is you made me look bad because I took up for you. Um, but he was basically pounding on the wall. This is a form of abuse of his own spouse. And uh, she apparently would just stand there, cry, and take it. And she just apologized over and over. And my coworker, who's a relatively new coworker, she's only been with us for about three months. She's heard these stories. She'd never seen it with her own eyes until now. This is the environment Ray has found himself in, where no one feels safe. 
I'm in a no-win situation uh, constantly in that uh, in that regard. Uh, I am currently still employed there. I have been for over a decade uh, because my choices have been limited. But for Ray, at least, there is finally light at the end of the tunnel. I, I'm very fortunate to say that uh, that my wife has had a couple of surgeries to rectify a lot of her problems. She's now gainfully employed, very happy, and been at a job for a year. And she basically, knowing what my life has been going through, she's turned to me and she said, okay, now it's your turn. Now you get to go find a job because you've been this rock, this, this steady foundation for us for forever. It's my turn to hold that mantle now. I'm hoping to hear from him once he's secured new employment, and I hope I hear soon, because this nightmare boss, obsessed with control and intimidation, will never change. If you found Ray's story compelling, please give us some feedback by leaving a review using whatever app or service you listen to podcasts through. Or if you have a story you want to share, let me know via my website, samblacker.com, or via Instagram at iworkwithanightmare. We will work to ensure your anonymity and safety before we ever share your story. I'll be back in two weeks with another nightmare. Until then, good luck at work. Tired of ads interrupting your gripping investigations? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Ads shouldn't be the scariest thing about true crime. Start listening by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash true crime ad free. That's amazon.com slash true crime ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.